Hello and welcome to Totally Buggin', the podcast about all things creepy crawly. We are your host organisms, Cammie and Faith. Faith, I got yes. a new pet a couple of weeks ago. You got a new pet? Mm-hmm. <gasps> you want to see her? You want to meet yes. her? Yes. Yes. Okay. This, this is Aldrina. <gasps> love the name, love the reference. Hate that musical because it scared me as a child, but I dig the reference. And she's beautiful. Actually, you're right and you're wrong because so my I have a pet Venus flytrap now. Mm -hmm. And if you're not familiar in the musical Little Shop of Horrors, the man-eating alien plant is named Audrey too. Mm -hmm. Like the number two because Mm -hmm. he's named after... A lady. Uh, Yeah, the girl who works in the flower shop. And so I was, you know, I always think of that when I see a Venus flytrap, but I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be too basic and just name my Venus flytrap Audrey. Mm -hmm. But then I was thinking like, hmm, what else could I name it? And there's this like really messed up book that I read in high school called My Sweet Audrina by V.C. Andrews. Oh, no. Yeah, (laughs) if you know who that is. I feel like I've heard of it and it's like it's in like 1970s uh like domestic gothic novels should I read this should I read this I'll I'll tell you the plot after because it's kind of inappropriate but oh um, okay okay (laughs) it's entertaining for sure but okay anyway that just put the name in my head I was like you know what my Venus flytrap's name is Audrina not Audrey Mm -hmm. not Audrey 2 it's Audrina very niche, very not mm-hmm. like other girls. I like yes, it. Yes, not like other fly traps. All right. So you've now met Audrina, my mm-hmm. Venus fly trap. I got her for $10 at an arts festival. Ooh. I fed her a mayfly that landed on her before I even brought her home. Oh my God, that's so cool. I've been wanting mm-hmm. a Venus fly trap for such mm-hmm. a long time. Well, hopefully by the end of this, you'll know if a Venus flytrap is a good fit for you. Ooh, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because they do have certain care needs, but they are pretty cool. So we'll get right into it. Mm -hmm. Since I got my Venus flytrap, I've been learning how to take care of her. And that's gotten me interested in carnivorous plants as a whole. Mm I am planning to revisit this topic in the future because I want to talk about sundews and pitcher plants, which are two other carnivorous plants. Are pitcher plants the plants that like look like this and like the ants crawl down in it and then they fall in and it like. Yes. Um, Yeah. Okay. For for those listening at home, the gesture that Faith made was like the va va voom. Like (laughs) it's a curvy plant. (laughs) It is a very curvy plant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, -hmm. and it's it's shaped like that one's shaped like a vase, pretty Mm -hmm. much. But anyway, just for today, I'm going to give you a crash course in the T Rex of plants, which is known by scientists as. Dianea muscipula. Dianea means daughter of Dion, which is like an old word for goddess, mm-hmm. which is referring to Venus slash Aphrodite oh, okay. from Greek and Roman mythology. Mm-hmm. And muscipula means mousetrap. Oh, cool. 
Mm-hmm. I'm wondering what that, I was wondering what that means because it, it's one of those words that definitely sounds like it has a specific, like meaning that you should recognize. So muscopola mousetrap makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Venus flytraps are native to North and South Carolina, and they're actually a threatened species in the wild. <gasps> no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they're classified as a vulnerable species. Okay. Mm -hmm. Why is everything cool always like endangered or vulnerable or just something has to ruin it? Largely habitat loss for most things, um, including the Venus flytrap. Its threatened status is largely due to habitat loss, the overuse of fertilizers, and poaching so poaching in this context would mean stealing them from public land Mm -hmm. it's okay to cultivate them like grow them yourself at home sale yeah Mm -hmm. that's fine so like I didn't do anything sketchy to get my no fly trap um but if you take them from public lands that is against the law okay so that's another way that they have become threatened okay these plants thrive in the wet, sandy, peaty, and nutrient-poor soil of bogs. Mm-hmm. So that's part of why um, using fertilizers in the area and then having kind of that runoff go near mm-hmm. the fly traps can also endanger them because they thrive in nutrient-poor soil. So if you okay. have fertilizer going in there, it's basically going to like overdo it and kill the plant. That's actually really interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. I've had, because of work, I've had to read a lot of like scientific papers about like nutrient poor soil or nutrient rich Mm -hmm. soil. Um, And something that really shocked me is like, you absolutely can give plants too much fertilizer. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't, I just didn't think that's a thing because you think like, oh, you can never have enough nutrients, but no, absolutely you can. Well, think about it this way. If you drank a gallon of protein shake. Yeah, that's not How good. are you going to feel? Not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the, or it's the same thing. if you thing. just completely like, in, like imbibe way too much of something, even if it's a good thing, yeah. it can become toxic to you in such a large amount. Yeah. I just didn't mm-hmm. think of it. I just didn't think of it before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So also, um, as a result, my Venus flytrap can only be watered with distilled water. So I had to buy a gallon of distilled water. Oh, fancy. Take care of her. Fancy lady. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And usually I could get it free from a lab, but I was like, because we got it on tap in most of the labs at Penn State. Yeah, we do. Mm hmm. But I had to go to Giant and get a gallon thing of it. And I've been um, just keeping it wet at all times. So I have it in like a little takeout container Mm -hmm. that's just always got like a centimeter of distilled water so that it can take it up through the roots. I want to start doing that with my other herbs and plants because bottom watering. I keep overwatering things. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how, but I've murdered two succulents 
For those of you who don't know, that's like basically impossible because you just have to like leave them alone and they like it, but they're like currently dying and collecting flies. So I need to do you have a do you have a drainage hole in those in the pots? One of them for sure does. Okay. And then and then the other one I'm not sure. I might have to check. Okay. I'm, I'm waiting for my birthday to get more plants. Hmm. I know somebody who has a 10% off discount at a at a plant store. Hmm. So my birthday's drop the list of what you want. <laughs> oh, you I might have to take you up on that actually. Mm-hmm. Because I want a lemon tree. My old a lemon tree. I want one too, but I don't have anywhere to put it. I can't fit it in my dorm. The but old... I want to be able to have like like fair lemonade. Oh, whatever I want. The old roommate who used to live here, listeners, I moved into a new apartment recently. She mm-hmm. left this like big, beautiful like pot outside. It's got like pretty blue ceramics on it. I haven't looked at the bottom of it yet, but it should have like a drainage hole in the bottom because it's it's very clearly like a nice plant, a nice potter from like Home Depot or something. Mm-hmm. And I want to bring it inside and put a lemon tree in it. And we looked, we went to Home Depot and we looked at lemon trees and they all looked like they were on the brink of, brink of death. Like they looked horrible and they didn't even have a price on them. So I was like, I'm not going to spend a mystery amount of money for a plant that's most likely going to die once I bring it home. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, listeners, I work at a home and garden store for the summer part time. So I can I can maybe make the lemon tree happen for you. Lemon tree. Mm hmm. But you'll, you would have to come get it. That's fine. So you should come visit me because I'm Girl, so bored. Girls trip. Mm-hmm. Yee. All right. Well, back to the Venus flytrap. Yes. Other requirements for taking care of a Venus flytrap are mm-hmm. they need full sun, which mm-hmm. I provide Audrina with in the sunroom of my parents' house that I've made into my office for the summer, mm-hmm. where I have my little herb garden on a little cart. And I've got my my laptop out here, and this is this is where I work. This is my space. <laughs> so I want my parents to get rid of all of the workout equipment they have in here. So it's mine. <laughs> so it's mine. My office. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is interesting uh, because there's a parallel to something that we know a lot about for insects. Mm-hmm. A Venus flytrap requires a winter dormancy period. Oh, similar to how diapause is necessary for a lot of insects. Mm -hmm. Um, And after that, they're able to grow back. But without a dormancy period there, they die. Oh, okay, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're a perennial plant, but they definitely need that period of dormancy in order to survive and continue to produce uh, Mm -hmm. traps for multiple years. Okay. Flytraps are also a plant that thrives after wildfires in the wild. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. The, um, the me... soil conditions after mm-hmm. a wildfire are great for this kind of plant. We can 
Breaking news, we can take them up to Canada. I don't know if anyone's up on current news. Yeah, we can take them outside of my house because it's really like smoky here. Yeah, it's smoky here too. And I was like, Mm -hmm. hmm, what's going on? And then I looked on TikTok. No, I freaked myself out because I... (laughs) I freaked myself out because I was driving earlier because I went to go buy yarn and I like I was like what if the fires spread and the whole country catches on fire and then everybody dies and I was like that's not possible and then but I was like it's been super dry here though (laughs) like scared myself so bad it rained something totally ridiculous it rained for like five minutes though the other day. Yeah, I was in the sunroom for that. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, it was so nice. It It was like the sound of music. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Except Mm -hmm. there weren't any Nazis, (laughs) which is good. Yeah. You know, that's always a good thing. Yeah. That's ideal. The ideal number is definitely zero (laughs) with that regard. The ideal Um, number is zero. Yeah. But, you know, just um, (laughs) divorced from that context, the (laughs) scene where they're in this when they're in like the gazebo and they're running around the side and it's like thunderstorming and they're doing their dance. I loved the sound of music when I was I still do. But like that was my movie when I was little. Mm -hmm. So I just I thought of that and I was like, oh, it's so nice in here. I like Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) All right. So those are the growth requirements for taking care of a Venus flytrap. So now let's talk a little bit about the plant itself. Venus flytraps grow in a rosette, which is a term in botany that means that it grows in a circular arrangement. Mm -hmm. An individual plant might have up to seven leaves. The leaves are the traps. Mm -hmm. And it has a tall stalk in the middle that produces white flowers. So I'll show you on mine. Oh, it doesn't have flowers yet, but you see that? Yeah very big stalk yeah so that's going to be where the flowers come in oh pretty do you want to know why the flower is so much uh higher up than the traps this might seem silly Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say it's so insects can pollinate the top part of it without accidentally getting eaten by the traps yep yep that's exactly it yeah, the difference in height between the traps and the flowers is a way to prevent beneficial pollinators like bees from being caught in the traps. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's like a clever bit of evolution right there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, and then I bet you're probably wondering how and why a Venus flytrap eats insects. Hmm. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I, you don't I have to guess. <laughs> nitrogen. Yeah, that's part of it. Um, okay. Yeah, so because these plants grow in nutrient-poor soil, they mm-hmm. need to make up for those nutrients in a different way. Okay. So another clever little evolutionary trick they have is that they mm-hmm. take those extra nutrients from arthropods. Cool. I have a question mm-hmm. for you, actually. Yeah. So um, I was in one of the greenhouses on campus a while ago, and they had... Um, Venus flytraps. They only had a few and it had a few heads and the teacher that we were with, um, like put her finger in one of the traps and the trap like closed. And then, you know, because it was cool, we all start doing it. College students or children. Don't do that. 
And she told us all to stop because if the head closes without like a bug in it, it will fall off and die. Is that true? Yeah, that is, that is true. Um, Although I will say she was setting a bad example. She shouldn't have done that in front of you guys. (laughs) Like she should have known. Because we all were like, ooh. Yeah. um, College kids are basically five-year-olds. Yeah, I I would not have done that if (laughs) because everybody's going to copy. Anyway, um, yeah, the reason for that is it's energetically costly for them to shut the trap. Okay. So if they do that too many times without having a meal to replenish the energy that it costs to close the trap, Mm -hmm. that's stressful to the plant. So they lose the trap. Hmm. Okay. And if you do it too many times, like if you do that to multiple traps on the same plant at once, Mm -hmm. then it can kill it. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Sorry to that greenhouse. Yeah. A bunch, of, a bunch of students probably murdered your fly traps. Yeah, that's kind of on the professor for <laughs> showing you guys that and not telling you ahead of time, like, don't do that. Well, and like, do, I, if I if I had been there, I probably like if it were me, I would have brought like a mealworm or something mm. and like done like a feeding demonstration instead of using oh. my finger. Because I feel like that's a bad example. <laughs> like and if I, you do it once to to your plant, like. It happens by accident and stuff, but like it's yeah. not ideal. And just like she forgot the cardinal rule of college students is that we're going to copy and we're also going to make a mess and Mon- ruin things. Monkey see, monkey do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start with the how. Mm-hmm. So, how Venus fly traps eat insects. So, inside of the traps are these hairs called trichomes. Oh. And they act as a tripwire for unlucky insects, arthropods in general, because, you know, spiders are frequent prey as well. Mm-hmm. So if, if prey lands on or crawls into a trap and touches a trigger hair twice within 20 seconds, the trap will snap shut. Cool. I didn't know it was like on a timed thing. Like, yeah, it's... um. It's so that the plant can differentiate between prey and a fallen leaf or raindrops. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that they're not. Yeah, so that they're not closing when they don't have a meal. They have a built-in like mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what you'd call it. Like an energy-saving yeah. mechanism. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when the prey lands on the trap and touches those trigger hairs, it can be the same one twice in rapid succession or two different hairs mm-hmm. within those. 20 or so seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the trap is going to snap shut and the edge of the lobes of the trap are going to, they have stiff cilia that mesh together and prevent the prey from escaping. And it mm-hmm. takes about a 10th of a second for the trap to close. That's really fast. Um, okay. So if prey is successfully caught, it's going to struggle and continue to stimulate the trichomes until an airtight seal is formed. Mm -hmm. this basically turns the leaf into a stomach Ooh, does it Mm -hmm. like fill up with liquids like the it yes a hormone called jasmonic acid triggers the release of digestive enzymes i know that one because of work too (laughs) good job (laughs) 
So these enzymes are in the hydrolase class. So that means that they use water to break down chemical bonds Mm -hmm. and they act as chitinases, breaking down the chitinous exoskeleton of the arthropod prey. Mm -hmm. Digestion typically takes about 10 days after which the prey is just a husk. Yeah. And the rest of it has been turned to goo and the plant has absorbed the nutrients that it needs from it. Mm -hmm. The trap's then going to reopen and the process can start again. A single trap can feed a few times before it turns black and falls off, but a healthy plant will be able to replace it with a new leaf. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Um, There's another carnivorous plant that I'm thinking of. It's like pink and shiny and has like big wide leaves like it kind of looks like a succulent and it's like kind of like a sticky trap I think yeah I know what I know what you're talking about I'm not sure what that one's called though because right now I'm just picturing a corpse flower and that's not quite right (laughs) I want to look it up okay go for it oh I never defined carnivorous um carnivorous means meat eater um carny meat vor nom 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 look up butterwort like b u t t e r w o r t and tell me if that's what it is yeah that's it okay they were they were the I saw one of those on there. tiktok yeah they're pink they're so cool <laughs> they're pretty i would like a butterwort as well mhm i hear those are good for fruit flies Yes, like if you have, have a fruit fly problem. And I've been having them in my home and I want them dead. <laughs> yeah, stereotypical college student apartment is having a, a fruit fly problem. Well, and I've been like, it's, it's because okay. mine I've, had one too. Or the first summer that I lived in an apartment. It's because I've been like murdering plants. So like they can crawl into the dirt and like feed on the rotting plant material So I actually had to get rid of a plant the other day because I picked it up and I was like, why are there flies around this? And I shook Mm -hmm. it and then like five more flies like came out of the dirt and I'm like, nope, 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 nope. So I threw Mm -hmm. it out. I have a chronic overwatering problem. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I have a little game for us to play before we wrap up. Ooh, I love games. All right. It's called Can Audrina Eat It? Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you a potential food source and -hmm. you tell me whether you think my Venus flytrap, Audrina, would be able to safely eat it. Okay. All right. So here's your practice question. Flies. Mm, Yes. Yes, you're right. (laughs) That is 5% of the Venus flytrap diet in the wild. Only 5%? Mm Mm-hmm. Why are they called uh, Venus so flytraps then? Yeah, there's certain carnivorous plants that are more suited to catching flying insects, like the sunny the sundew. Okay. Um, and actually the Venus flytrap is best suited for low ground crawling arthropods. Again, scientists are great at naming things. I know. <laughs> Real smart guy. All right. So <laughs> Probably was some smart guy. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Instead of a, instead of a lady. Well. Well, she was named after a lady. Yeah, there's actually, there's another. So there's another like old 
term that used to be used for um oh no Venus flytraps oh no uh historically the plant has also been known by the slang term tippity witchet that's not that bad which is possibly an oblique reference to the plant's resemblance to human female genitalia oh it's its old slang for privates Ew. <laughs> when people say not all men remember this <laughs> they named a perfectly innocent plant well it was a, it was slang so i don't know that like <laughs> i know but like like a scientist man named it but y- yeah <laughs> i just don't know how people look at like plants or like paintings or other things like that and go i know exactly what this looks like yeah um like so why? there's also for there's a similar sounding word that um does come from like a native american language from that area mm-hmm. so that's also part of how it became known that way but you know yeah there's that great mm-hmm. women's rights <laughs> all right um all right okay let's let's play let's our keep game. player uh, yeah let's play our yep. game okay a jelly bean mm. yes no no i didn't i thought you were trying to trick me and you no, were so i actually saw somebody try this on tiktok um ew so, <laughs> yeah a jelly bean is pretty much like pure glucose Oh, so yeah. it's too much for the plant. Too much um, sugar. Yeah, like it it can eat it, but like also the jelly bean, when it gets turned to goo, it Ooh. attracts ants and other things that are going to like cause problems. So no, Audrina should no. not eat a jelly bean. Okay. I thought you were trying to trick me with like, oh, obviously <laughs> this plant that eats bugs shouldn't have people food. And that's, and that's why I thought maybe she could eat it. That's a good general rule. <laughs> okay. Okay. Spiders. Yes. Yes. That is okay. 30% of their natural diet. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Have you, I don't know if you're a spider person. Have you fed it a spider yet? Or fed her No, I've only fed it. I've only fed it once. Mm-hmm. I've only fed her once since I got her. You really don't have to feed them very often. Um, I'm waiting for the first trap to reopen before I feed another trap. Oh, that's probably um, smart. Because I don't want to exhaust my plant. But yeah. the next time I'm feed, I, the next time I feed Audrina, I'll film it and I'll put it on the Instagram. Oh, yay. Mm-hmm. Okay, up next. Mm-hmm. Ants. Mm. Yes. Yes, that's about okay. a third of their natural diet in the wild. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Raw hamburger. Hmm. I want to say no. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it would rot. Yeah, because I thought like, oh, it's meat. Insects are meat. But like you said, chitinases earlier and mm-hmm. meat is not made of chitin. So. Yeah, it's not the right kind of enzymes to break it down. And so mm-hmm. it would rot and then. Oh, it would stink. Yeah, it would be bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Slugs. 
no. Yes. With the same logic, slugs don't have chitin, or at least not that I know of. They actually can eat slugs. Oh, they can? Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, dang it. So chitinases aren't the only enzymes in there. It's just the main one. A lo- or- yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So slugs, they can they can eat. Okay. Um, as long as the slug doesn't like slip out. <laughs> but yeah, I've seen videos of them eating slugs and they're fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Spotted lanternfly. Oh, please be yes. Yes. And yeah. that's what I plan to feed my plant for yes. most of the summer. Cause I don't want to kill like a perfectly good spider that oh, yeah. is going to like be getting rid of mosquitoes for me. Mm-hmm. When you already have nasty invasive species. Yeah. I ha- I'm already going to have to kill a bunch of spotted lantern flies. So a couple of them might as well be food for my pet Venus fly trap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last one. Okay. Cheese. See, I feel like you're tricking me again. I'm going to go with my gut and say no. You're correct. Okay. The Venus flytrap should not eat cheese. You know what else should not eat cheese? Me. Oh, yeah, because we're lactose intolerant. Yeah, us. I take, yeah, I take my lactose intolerance a lot more seriously than you, though, because you're always like, no, I don't need the pill. Okay, okay. You know how my my weakness is ice cream? Uh Uh-huh. Get like the Nature's Promise brand mm-hmm. from Giant Coconut Milk Vanilla Ice Cream. Okay. Oh my God. It'll change your life. Any lactose intolerant people out there listening, mm-hmm. go get coconut vanilla ice cream. It's so good. And it's lower calorie, like way lower calories. Like, yeah, but we're not calorie counters on this podcast. Eat whatever makes you feel good. I know. I've just been trying to eat more veggie, more leaf. Mm-hmm. That's probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's all I have for you about the Venus flytrap. Thank you. That's so interesting. Yes, I have one more thing. Okay. Where we go. So, Faith, you know that I've been kind of getting a lot more into plants this summer from mm-hmm. my job. And also, like, I'm starting to have an indoor, like, windowsill garden. I'm kind of learning all of that. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned earlier that I want to revisit the topic of carnivorous plants in the future on the podcast. Okay. So that's true, but I want this episode to be the first of a recurring series on our podcast where I bring a topic related to insect and plant interactions. And I came up with a fun little name for um, for that little series that I'm going to be doing on here. We're going to call it Industry Plant. Ta-da! Industry yep. Plant. Mm-hmm. I really Which, love this idea. Yeah, I thought I thought that was a fun name when it popped into my head. I was like, <gasps> because um, if you're not familiar with that term, an industry plant is somebody who like, uh, usually a musician who pretends to be like independent and um, like organically popular, but like mm-hmm. really they have a rich dad or like they knew somebody in the industry. So they're, they're an yeah. industry plant. So I thought that would be, I thought that would be fun (laughs) for like our episodes where we talk about insect plant interactions. Yes. That series is going to be called industry plant. Mm -hmm. So for all of my plant people, if you aren't already subscribed to totally bugging, you totally should, because I have some really cool plant related episodes in the works, not just about carnivorous plants, but some other cool interactions with insects. I love insect plant interactions. It's like what my, 
it's what my whole job is basically right now. Mm-hmm. So e maybe ooh, I could maybe do a sixth episode of industry plant with my project depending mm, on if yeah. we get depending on if we get any good data. No one wants to talk about bad data. Hey, but you know, it's the journey, not the destination. I know. I, know. I just really hope it goes well. And I'm very excited to see all the other episodes you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Industry yep. plant. Mm-hmm. So if you want to suddenly see more about, <laughs> about, <laughs> about carnivorous plants and other plants that have interactions with insects or just insects in general, then mm-hmm. we hope we see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.